0: BLOB TALK RADIO There ain't nobody here but us chickens Ain't nobody here at all So quiet yourself Stop all that fuss There ain't nobody here but us And kindly point that gun the other way And hovel, up and hit the hang You're live in the coop with the Christian Comedy Chicks I'm Jessica Ramirez <laughs> I'm Laura May Poray. You guys don't even know. You don't even know. Yeah. No. <laughs> it's like a booyah. Elastic, seriously. And, seriously, you just oh, it's live. It's like, Anyone but us. Oh, my god. Yes. My friend. Oh, I miss you. I miss <laughs> you so much. I, we got loads of fan mail, but everyone missed us this last two weeks. We miss you, too. I uh, know. It's kind of cool. I mean, it was bad because they were, like, distraught, but it was really cool like thank you guys for warming our hearts that was pretty awesome i think i even got a carrier pigeon to my like where are y'all <laughs> <laughs> like crazy! Oh. oh my friend i love you oh smooch 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 i love you yes i miss you and
1: how is your summer break with your kiddos oh see my kids have been homeschooled, so i've had them home but i know that you when school gets out you're like oh my baby is 24 hours a day so how is summer break going yeah,
0: it's like zero to 60 in summer. This <laughs> is like just yesterday we did a summer show. I was thinking about that, yes, last week. I almost reposted great.
1: it, except that would have taken time that I didn't have, like three seconds. I didn't have three seconds last week. Do you hear me? Yeah, guys, oh my word. Three it was seconds,
0: crazy. Well, you know what? It, <laughs> it's great. I'm excited. Summer's here and kids are out of school. Great opportunity to just spend time and to relax and to, you know, do do the stuff that you want to do, and that'll probably last about a week. And then you know, <laughs> and then I'll just start sleeping in and go gluttonous, what have you. And yours, mm-hmm. my friend? I know that little baby girl graduated. I saw the little graduation, so cute. Uh huh. Kindergarten kindergarten graduation. Yes, cool. it was it so counts. fun. Mm,
1: oh yeah, there. the kids are like, how come we didn't get to graduate kindergarten? I'm like, well, because ironically, <laughs> in the public school, they don't have kindergarten graduation. Homeschool co-op and that no I belong here. to. Put together this gorgeous ceremony, like legit, everything, Pledge of Allegiance to start, challenge to the graduates at the end. It was amazing. It was such a cool ceremony. Mm. And they had kindergarten, eighth grade, and we had one high school graduate in our homeschool co-op. And it was beautiful. They made up a yearbook and everything. Oh,
0: I loved it. You know what? Actually, that's like the most beautiful thing ever, the co-ops and getting together, it actually is a beautiful segue into the show. I should probably just go into the segue instead of mentioning how awesome a segue it is, but I can't help myself. <laughs> it's an awesome segue. But that sharing, you know, that it's not, you know, homeschool, sometimes you can, I remember like I got a little, you know, isolated, and that was difficult for me. So, I mean, with that, with right. the co-ops and with getting together and sharing, you know, that opportunity to come together is is so powerful, you know, and, you know, that's really what God wants in our lives. He wants us to come, you know, to him and to share everything with him and to share those the right. celebratory moments together. But not only that, you know, the burdens as well. You know, I put on the description, I was like, don't be so stingy with your burdens. <laughs> God <laughs> right. wants to share them with you. You're so stingy with them. And, you know, I, I am guilty of that. Like if I've got something going on or a burden, sometimes I'll go into, you know, a cave and I'm like, no, you know, Father, I'll be in here for a little bit with my burdens. Oh, I'll come out later when really he just wants us. And even the joys, especially the joys, to come out and just mm-hmm. to share him with him. So, you know, I'm not going to put you on the spot or anything, but I know you've had like a really tough couple of weeks. And here's the thing, friends, when your friend or anyone says, like, I've had a tough couple of weeks, truthfully, the the best and really only thing we can do is is to pray for us. I have been praying vigorously for you, not knowing specifically and not wanting you to share if not necessary, you know, on said air, but right. just praying for you, my friend, that Just, God, would give you peace and love and everything that you need. And I just want to shoulder some of that, you know, burden with you and and pray with you today. Just just to let you know you're loved. Thank you. And I love that you said that's the best thing that we
1: can do to each other because I'm always telling you, you know, when you send me a message like, hey, oh, I really need you to pray. And I always say, I wish there was more I could do. You're like, no, actually, totally cool. Like, if you're praying, that's good. I mean, that's all I need you to do. And one of the things that that was said at our homeschool graduation is he challenged the graduates. He said, please, graduates, whether you're in kindergarten, eighth, or senior year of high school, make prayer your steering wheel, not your spare tire. He said so many grown adults, keep it in the Uh back seat or keep it underneath their Uh car. Keep it in the trunk just in case. He said, when really, prayer should be the steering wheel that guides your entire life. He said, guys, if you can use prayer as your steering wheel instead of your spare tire, you have no idea the difference you can make in your life. And that was so cool. Like, you know, we could tell our kids things like that. But somehow, there's so much more wisdom (laughs) when other people tell our kids things. Have you ever noticed that?
0: Mm So they're
1: like, Mommy, they said the coolest thing. I'm like, if I would have said it, it would have been lame. But he would challenge the graduates and that to me was so impactful, like just a short little phrase, but I thought that's actually what we do. Like we really either have two options. Either prayer is guiding us or it's not. Like it's super simple. And so when you say, friend, please just pray. And when you say, Hey, I'm praying for you, um, man, we feel like it's the only thing, right? The only thing we can do from like a billion miles away, but really, it's the most, it did, isn't God cool to make it the most precious thing that we can do for each other so that we can do it for anybody, anytime, ourselves or others, and it's actually the best thing we can do. And God makes it yeah, possible and you know anywhere.
0: What? Well, I'm kind of like ADD in my prayers, too. I mean, I don't know if you are like I, I and it's, <laughs> you know, I feel like I made excuses, but I'll start. I'm like, you know what, Father, you know, I'm just lifting up my friend to you, and, you know, I just pray that you, you know, just give her peace. And I'm like, oh, look, a bird. You know, I mean, it's just. <laughs> You know what I mean? Or you start thinking about something else, and I'm guilty of that. I would love to have that that follow-through, you know what I mean, where God's like, well, thanks for the first five minutes, two minutes, am I kidding? Thanks for that. You know what I mean? Where's where's the finish line here? And I think that's where, too, where I'm like, I just would love that, you know, to share it all with him, you know what I mean? Not just the first couple minutes or the first piece with him, but to share, you know, everything with him, the whole whole nine with him, and to not get, you know, just this, you know, squirrel, 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 you know, kind of thing that happens. Right. You know, but... Speaking to code, I say we just start right now in prayer because I just feel the Spirit's like, well, just pray then. Why aren't you praying? Why aren't you praying? Pray then. <laughs> like, it feels so, cool. so I'm just going to oh, pray for you right now, I love it. boldly and loudly. And anyone else who's listening, just turn in. Just repeat or bow your head or if you're driving, please don't bow your head. Just listen No, Father, close I your eyes. Come to you <clears night. throat> or close your eyes. None of that, please. Please. <laughs> so scary. Uh, Father, I just come to you I lift up. I lift up Laura to you, Father. I lift up myself to you. I lift up our kids to you, Father. I lift up every single ear that's listening right now to you, Father, that you would just give them peace and you know, just the abundance of joy that in the midst of the struggle, that in the midst of sometimes crashing down the mountain, which happens quite often, we're so funny, um, mm-hmm. that you are there, Father, catching us through everything and that we can see you in that because that's just the most beautiful time. We'll really just feel your presence and it's, I'm not going to lie, it really stinks sometimes, God. Let me be honest, it stinks sometimes to have to go bouncing down or have to see a friend or feel a friend go bouncing down the mountain And I just, Father, you are just such a great God. You are such a great God that you move mountains. I mean, you move mountains for us, Father. And so I ask that you would do that for my friend. I ask that you would move any mountains out of her way, Father. I ask that you would just give her this beautiful peace for all my friends listening, but especially my bestie, and especially every bestie that's listening, that you would just move their mountains. You would give them peace and abundance and joy, Father, that you would take away the stress that the enemy comes in and tries to just power over us with the stress of worry and you're not a god of worry father you're not a god of stress and so i just pray that you would come in and give her this unexplainable peace this peace that passes all understanding and this is what they mean by it they mean that in the midst of this hurricane when your hair should be literally blowing off your head father that i just pray lord feel this beautiful calmness and i pray father that you are the god of healing that you are the great physician father god that we can come to you father and you are healing you can heal father you say with the faith of a mustard seed so I come to you with the faith of a mountain, God, asking you for healing, healing for things that I don't even know what I'm asking for, Father, but you do, and my spirit knows. That I don't even know, you know, Laura's or who's listening or any of that, but, Father, you know it, and so I lift it up to you, God, because I don't want to see my friend burdened. I don't want to see any of our friends burdened, or my sisters in Christ. If you are in a listening ear and you believe that Jesus is your Savior, you are our sister in Christ. If you want to be my sister in Christ, just say, Father, enter into my heart. You are our sister in Christ in eternity. But here on earth, Father, as we struggle and as things are hard and as we try to move these mountains ourselves, just give us this peace. Give us your strength through it, Father. And I just lift up my friend. Father, help me to remember to finish my prayer like I'm going to do now, all the time, not just the first minute and then squirrel. Help me to stay focused, Father, on people who need prayer. Help us to all stay focused on prayer for ourselves, for our family, for our husbands. What, what? That needs to happen for me a lot more. Mm-hmm. Father, we lift up our husbands to you, God. Sometimes when you just, it's hard to do. We lift them up to you, Father. And we ask that you would give them this joy. The wives lift up your husbands. Husbands lift up your wives. Mothers lift up your children. And, Father, most importantly, each other. And so I ask all this in Jesus' holy precious name. Amen. I love you, friend.
1: Amen. Let me pray for you for a second. God, I just want to thank you that sometimes we are the ones who carry others. And I thank you that in the moments that we need to be carried that you provide the strength in others and in you. And um, please forgive me when pride comes in the way and I don't reach out because I just I, I would rather be the one helping carry the load of somebody else. Please forgive mm-hmm. me when I don't want to share. I, I love to share my joys. Please forgive me when I refuse to share my trials simply because I, mm-hmm. I feel like my burden isn't worth anybody else's time. It's not worth anybody else's stress or... Um, mm-hmm or, you know, to to afflict their minds and hearts. And please forgive me for that because I know the joy that I get in helping others. And sometimes their trial gives me joy to be able to help carry that burden. And that's a beautiful thing that in the midst of a trial that you would give us joy in helping others. Please forgive me when I don't remember the joy that I'm taking away from someone else who may want to help me carry the burden Please help me stay humble. Thank you for a beautiful example Um, in my friend Jessica who just will reach out and says, I need help. And I love to help her, but because I love so much to help her, um, I don't reach back as often as I should. And um, thank you for the courage to do that a couple of weeks ago and just put it all out there and say, hey, I really need some prayer. And thank you that she was right there joyfully to help scoop me up and to lift me up and i just thank you for the friendship that we have in each other, and I thank you for some of the people that you've sent our way who see that we really do want to help carry those burdens for others, people who have reached out and private messaged us to say, hey, I'm going through this and I really don't know where else to turn. Would you guys pray with me? Thank you for that. And I want to remind anybody that's listening, um, guy, girl, little girl, I don't know, anybody who's listening, um, regardless of age or gender, We all serve the same God, and we are in the same family. We are brothers and sisters in Christ, and I just thank you that you have crafted it in a way that we do need each other. We need you first, but you have given us each other because you looked at Adam and said it's not good for man to be alone. So thank Mm. you that you have set the example that we do indeed need each other, that we are not to live on an island, and I thank you for just that, for that being okay, because Satan wants us to think that we shouldn't bother others, and Satan wants us to think that yep. we don't need to share that with somebody else for whatever reason. But the fact is, you created one man and said, this isn't good enough. What I've created is good, but I need to finish the job. So thank you mm-hmm. that completion is all of us serving you together. And I thank you that we have the opportunity to be sometimes just that anonymous person who doesn't know a situation, who doesn't know the family, who doesn't know the workplace. People can reach out and know that we're not going to judge or, you know, come up with any of our own opinions, that we just really love to just hug on them, e-hugs, and pray. And I thank you for that. I thank you for the joys. Thank you that when we ask you to open our eyes to the blessings, they are everywhere when Satan wants us to see only trial. If we ask you, show us the blessings, God, you open our eyes and we see a million things we had forgotten to even be thankful for, like eyes that opened this morning, like legs that got us out of bed, like a mouth that can speak, arms to hug our children. God, we are overwhelmingly blessed. And I know this because if you took any one of those things away tomorrow, it would be the biggest trial we'd ever experienced. So why is it not our biggest joy today? I don't know. But please forgive us when we're not. And I thank you that we can share with each other the good and the bad. I just thank you for my friend, and I thank you for your Son and for your Holy Spirit that are here, even when we can't reach another human being. Thank you for always being there with us. And we pray in your name, Amen.
0: Amen. Man, that was really good. When you think about something to take away, let me. You know, I'm just gonna say washing machine. I'm all over the place, but if you're listening, mm. you just know that, okay? And you get that mm-hmm. washing machine. Um, I had the washing machine and it wouldn't latch. It was like and it made a sound and I was oh my goodness, my stomach oh no. kinda of fell because if you've ever been to the laundromat, okay, like I I'm not down to the laundry. I was I was laundromat clean. I had my own punch card and everything. But it is <laughs> I mean, you you know, and I'm not the one laundry load kind of lady. I'll like wait till I have ten oh loads no. and I'm like time to do wash. And you know the thought of taking these ten trash bags or whatever of laundry in, and then hardcore throwing it, you know, filling up seven washing machines, and then when those are done, you know, doing seven dryers, and it was just overwhelmingly just <laughs> whoa. You just I just realized like wow, and you know it was really cool. I love YouTube for so many reasons, but you know, we, my husband went on YouTube, bingo bango bongo, washing machine fixed. You would never believe yeah, the so joy might. and appreciation that I really felt. For that blessing of being able to have, you know, that washing, the insert washing machine for anything else in your life. But it's goodness, good night. I feel like sometimes God's like, look at these beautiful blessings you have, you know. And just not being able to share some of those joys. I take advantage of them, you know, quite a bit. Um, And even to back up further with sharing burdens and stuff, y'all need to know this about Laura and I. You know, and this works with any friend. And it should work. This is, I think, how God set it up, which is, why I love you, Laura. I mean, you couldn't leave me if you wanted to. I'd stalk you. It'd be weird. But <laughs> Laura... Never. Laura, texts me Fox. Y'all know this. Like, if Fox in the Hen House was our code. And when we get capitalized, F-O-X, that comes in a text, we're so busy and sometimes it gets so crazy that, you know, and maybe this is an excuse, Laura. Maybe we should just stop with the excuses and we should stop, drop, and call no matter what and not feel burdened. burden. But we stop, drop, and pray no matter what. You know, there might not be details in like, well, this is X, Y, and Z, exactly what's going on. But when your friend calls or somebody calls you and says, gosh, this is what's going on, don't be worried so much about X, Y, Z as you are about getting on your knees and praying for them. Not even knowing because the bottom line is the Father knows. And the Father loves the obedience of coming and saying, listen, my sister is in pain. You know, and having specifics I think is good. We need to work on that, you and I. You and I need to work on, man, I don't want to bother her, you know, let me just tell her for prayer, Right. you know. But we're being real, people, you know. We're not, you know, perfection. But the bottom line is even if you know somebody is in, you know, fox territory, so foxes in the hen house, just that stop, drop, and pray, not knowing the specifics is so vital. And then we're going to work on that, finishing it off where we get, you know, in like this is, but God knows is my point. And he loves that sharing, you know. Um, Yeah, because you were pretty stingy with our burdens, both of us. I'm calling (laughs) this out. I'm calling us out. We love our joys, don't we? We're like, hey, we're doing great. But the hard stuff is, you're right, when the enemy whispers like, ah, don't bother anyone. Ah, you know what? No, you know, you don't want to be a Debbie Downer. Debbie Downer, so my mom. But that sharing is so important, and I love that, you know, we can do that with each other no matter what. Well, and even sometimes, okay, so Fox, the whole reason that we came up with that is
1: because sometimes it's like, man, you're in the middle of it, or, you know, sometimes it's even like I'm on the most wicked phone call on the planet, and I can't divulge details, and I can't, but I need to know, oh, I need to know, it's like, it's like a flare, like the SOS, you know, like that one, you're stuck in the woods, and you just shoot it up in the air, and you're hoping that somebody sees it. Um, I actually shared it with a lady at my, two ladies at my church, uh, this last prayer meeting that we had. And I said, listen, I want you guys to know, I said, my friend Jessica and I developed this little system because sometimes the fact is Satan will tell you not to bother people, but really sometimes you just don't have time. Like there is no time if you're in the middle of the crud. There isn't time to pick up the phone and make a call, but there is always time to text three letters. And so I was yeah. telling them that. And I said, if you guys ever need me to pray, and, you know, sometimes you don't want to share details because you can't for, yeah. you know, whatever reason, but you just shoot Fox. And I said, I want you to know that I will realize that this is a really, like, spiritually a dangerous situation for you and that you want God's best in it and you need his protection and wisdom. And I said, all of that is said in just three little letters. I said, so if you guys ever need me, you just text me Fox. Fox. And they loved it. And they're like, that's so easy. And I said, I know. So it's like Satan can't even take it away from you because you can't bother somebody. Like, you can't bother somebody with a three-letter text. You just can't. You can't. And if you want to <laughs> message us, Fox. Okay, you can't bother us. First of all, we love, we love our inbox. We do. It makes us feel so special when you guys write. But, you know, what I love is sometimes, Jessica, you and I, oh, man, I think the last time you texted me was probably, well, not the last time, but... A couple of months back, maybe six or eight weeks ago, you were dealing with something real tough, and we didn't actually, like, verbally talk about it until about two weeks later, you know, after everything was said and done, but we were still able to share how God brought you through that. So I was able to pray that whole time, even though you couldn't talk about it. I was able to pray, and then two weeks later, we were able to download and compare files and, you know, just to talk about it, and... I think Satan wants to tell you, well, if there's not somebody there for you right now, then, you know, they're never going to be. And you have to yeah. talk to somebody or, right now.
0: Well, Or the explanation, the X, Y, Z. Like, if you text us, Fox, or if you message us, Fox, Chicks, hey, Fox, you're not going to get a message back that's like, eh, number one, who is this? And number two, what's this, <laughs> this about? No. You know what I mean? I, and that's, I think sometimes that happens, too. Like, you tell somebody, like you want to tell somebody, hey, I need help. But then, you, you know what I mean? Sometimes getting the specifics, God's going to put stuff on your heart. He's going to really lead you. You know, just pray about God, lead me to what you would have me say. And sometimes it's just having a friend lift you up in prayer. And you know, sometimes it's being more specific in the prayer. But having that support system, being able to share that burden is so, man, it is lightening the load. It is having another Holy Spirit. And, you know, when I think of Holy Spirit, I don't think of this little, you know, pixie that goes around with a little pixie dust. I don't think of that. My whole, Our whole spirits are like these huge giants. Like imagine a 20-foot giant. You know that is following you, boom, boom, around. That is within you. That God has placed in you. I have given you a friend. I've given you a helper. And when you, you know, text me Fox, and my spirit's like, oh, it's on. You know what I mean? Flare schmear. We're gonna set up a bonfire over here. We're gonna bonfire it up. It's not that God doesn't see you or God isn't with you. It just gives you that lightened burden, that that going and not going into battle alone kind of thing. I mean, I don't want to go into battle alone. I want God with me. I want you know Laura praying, you know, with me, and you know. <sighs> I guess I, just, I don't stop and think to myself, well, Laura, until you tell me what's happening, I am just not going to pray. You know what I mean? Right. He's like, no, my my friend needs me. It's on, you know, and whether or not I never know or somebody never knows isn't the point. Paul and the thorn, you know, Paul writes to the churches, you know, I have a thorn on my side. And I think we've talked about it a thousand times. I love it. But Paul, Paul says mm-hmm. there's a thorn on my side. There is a reason he's not specific about the thorn because people are so – Hung up on the thorn, like what's the thorn? What's wrong with you? Tell me what's wrong with you. What's the problem, people? Pray for my thorn. You know, pray that it, you know hurts right. it's not you know it, that kind of thing. So, if you have a thorn in well, your plus, side? if you're do like you me,
1: if you're like me, you're kind of like a world saver. You know, like you want to do everything mm-hmm. you can to try to fix things for other people, just because we are inevitably just nurturers by nature, and we want to do everything we can to help make it better. And the cool thing about fox is that I don't know. When you text me, Fox, I don't know the situation. So I take all the burden off of me to try to fix it for you, and I just bring it to God and say, God, I need you to fix this for her, because I don't even know what it is. So I need you to reach in and change hearts, and I need you to reach in and make the difference. Because I don't even know the first thing what to do. And that's kind of a beautiful thing because I know that when yeah. people, you know, when people are like, hey, you know, pray for me, you know, our financial situation. The first thing I want to do is reach in my wallet and get some money and, you know, try to help yes. them. Whether I should or not. Yes. You know, whether whether that was my 10 bucks to go pay my overdue, you know, water bill or whatever. What have um, you? <laughs> I want to help them because that's just my nature. But I love when God doesn't make me carry that burden. Like he really, he owns the cattle on a thousand hills. He owns every diamond on the planet. Like, he paves his streets. Somebody said to me the other day, um, they were talking about how, you know, gold, we think gold is so precious. So they're like, do you think gold is precious to God? Well, sure. They're like, no, really? It's like, it's like asphalt to him. And we're like, what? Well, no, if he paves yeah. his streets in it, literally, we pave our streets with asphalt or concrete. Um Gold to God is kind of like, mm, you know, pile of rocks. Okay, cool, you know. Um, but that—that that is how rich God is. So he doesn't need our help. I mean, now sometimes he'll ask us to help others, and we should always be willing. But I just love, sometimes I love, and people at our church will share what they call an unspoken prayer request. They'll raise their hand, and the pastor will call on them, and they'll say, hey, I just have an unspoken request. And then we know just pray for them. They, they don't want to share details or they can't share details, um, but they need to know people are praying with them. So they, they offer an unspoken prayer request, uh, which yeah. I love because then, you know, my nature is always like, what can I do? What can I do? And I need to instead say, God, what will you do for them? Because I know you love them more than I do. What will you do for them?
0: And if you need me, yeah. well, you know, so let funny. me know. Well, I am just going to say about the unspoken prayer request. I, and I'm I'm going I'm to raise my hand first because I'm always the first one to raise my hand and say, I did it. <laughs> I did it. <laughs> <laughs> um, that when somebody says that, you know, unspoken, my slush is like the first thing's like, well, what's wrong? Why aren't they sharing it? What's the big deal? You know what I mean? And I, it, it's just right. And it's some the things that it's of the God said of all of these, you know, the greatest of these is love, and to really love on someone isn't to know, you know, or have to know, but to love on them. And you know, you've mentioned love about seven times in the whole thing. You know, <laughs> I love this, and they love, it. and that is what God is. That is why, you know, if, with this attack that comes on, you know, a lot, I just, the enemy's not having it. He's like, yeah, Laura, with you on your love schmoes, you know, with you and all your, you know, wanting to pray and love schmoes. And, you know, those attacks that come against you are real. And, uh, anyway, I just love that you're right. It's not about gold. It's love. Of the, I just feel like it's love. You can't give anything. You don't need to. It's the love. It's the sharing it with God. So, man, I just encourage anyone who's listening that just share. Don't be so stingy. You are stingy. <laughs> I don't want to say it. Right. Just come out and share. And that thing, it's what you write. It's how God created, you know, us to be, you know, together and, you know, not alone. So you are not alone, my friend. Ever. Awesome. And that I'm so thankful awesome. for that. I am thankful. And I love to share with you my
1: good news, and I need to do that more often. Like, washing machine, you are not kidding. What a blessing that is. Okay, my blessing this morning was I thought I was out of dish soap, and I had, like, monster amounts of dishes, and all of a sudden I Mm. see soapy water in the sink, and I know my daughter must have dug to the back of the cabinet underneath the sink and probably found, like, the Dawn bottle with literally, like, three drops left at the very bottom corner, and probably swooshed some water inside. But it's all I needed. Mm-hmm. God is so good at giving us, he says, su- he gives us grace sufficient for today. He's not always going to give us extra, mm. but he will give us what we need. And you do not know how thankful I was for those few little drops of soap that she must have found somewhere, because I was thinking, oh, we need to clean up the kitchen, and I have no dish soap left. Oh, that is atrocious.
0: And, yeah, and only, of only a mom a trial, would buy that, because it means, like, loading everybody up in the car. To load, you it know, it, to oh, yeah. You're not going to get one thing at the store. You're not going to just spend five dollars. Forget it. No. And then fifty dollars later. What is all this stuff? Yeah, I get you. And I, man, the man, that's talk about joy, right? Washing machine mm-hmm. and dishwasher, joy is it's real. Oh my word. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and finding of uh, uh, the kids go, Mom, what can we
1: have for breakfast? I can't even talk. What do we have for breakfast? I'm like, well, do we have milk? They're like, no. I said, do we have bread? No. <laughs> I was like, oh. I said, you know what, guys? Just go find something. Go find something. I'm sure you will. My joy, another joy this morning, in addition to three drops of dish soap, which I didn't know I had, was the 99-cent Pop-Tarts that I forgot. Forgive me. I know that I, they're fake food. It's not even real food. I know. Forgive me. Guys, let's talk about the 99 cents. Manna. Manna from heaven. Come on. Manna from heaven. They were 99 cents, and they were peanut butter. So I'm going to pretend that they're a little healthier than the regular. And the kids go, Look at what we found in the pantry downstairs. We've got the golden ticket. Because peanut butter um, pop tarts are wrapped in gold foil, so they felt all Willy Wonka. And they were like, check it out. <laughs> so we went from having, we can't have cereal, we can't have toast. <gasps> we got the golden ticket. I was like,
0: blessing, blessing, all over my home this morning. <laughs> oh, you know what? Seriously, we're still in the desert, people. We're, all, we're those desert people. We're like, we have nothing. What? And you know what's so funny? <laughs> that joy would not have been as great if you had gone to the store. You know what I mean? If I handed them red, you know, not. from the store shelves, nobody's nobody's dancing by my shopping cart. Nobody's dancing. But you're right. When it's like the last, you know, frizzle frazzle, or hey, listen, this part of the banana isn't brown. Enjoy it. That kind of joy. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I'm it was like, yeah, turn off I know. Just eat around that brown, guys. Listen, we all need a speck of mold in our lives. All right? We did <laughs> it. Our ancestors did it. You don't think anybody ate a bad piece of fruit? Anyway, I oh my friend, I just love that we can in the midst of. Things that are just gone crazy. I love laughing. And you know what's awesome? God's sitting here laughing with us. That's the beautiful part. We're laughing about yes. the detergent and the Pop-Tarts. He's like, hey, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome. I love you, ladies. I love oh. you for everything. Oh, that love is so, and it makes me want to cry. I get all emotional. But that love is so real. And that abundance mm-hmm. and that that providing and everything that we need is so real. So take joy. And when the last three drops of detergent are there, it's not, you know what I mean? Is that all I have? No, it's thank you, Father, for everything that you provide. And the smile. I can't wait to get to heaven when God's like, you remember that washing machine thing? High five, you know? And we're (laughs) high fiving. Because I didn't have to go with my quarters and my 10 grocery bags. And you better believe now, too, when yes. I do a load of wash, I'm like, and thank you, Lord, for the washing machine. <laughs> I mean, that's what
1: I do. They could be our album. Seriously, we need to make up an album, for like a housewife. I know. Yes. Oh, we could so do it. Yeah. Yes. And oh then gosh, we gosh, share. share, course. right?
0: Why would we not share that album with every other mother who <laughs> understands what we're going through? With the world, my friend. Maybe there's a music video later. I don't know. God knows we dream big with our Jetson oh, yes. music video. You know, we're going to look good. We saw the 89-year-old doing gymnastics. There's still plenty of time. Okay? Oh, yeah.
1: And it'll so be funnier now, when we're older 30. anyhow.
0: Won't it, though? <laughs> Won't it? In my sweet yes. little? my sweet little uh, walker, what have you. <laughs> Five, six, seven, eight. <laughs> Okay, listen, before she cuts us off, I just want to say, guys, uh, I really miss you, (laughs) of course, Laura, I miss you the most. Follow us every Wednesday at 9.30 a.m. Central Standard Time and on Facebook, backslash Christian Comedy Chicks, and check out our website, christiancomedychicks.com, where you can check out some of our blog episodes. If you like us on Facebook, then you'll get the links, and on Twitter, at CCC Chicks. I post our um, shows every week, so they're there as well, and we love it, you guys. Just listen with us and laugh with us at all our nonsense.